Hey everybody, welcome back to the Multiverse Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Ian Holtzaffel. With me, as always, is my co-host, George Rogers. And joining us again is Christy Francesco. How's it going, everybody? Doing well, man. Thank you for having me. We yeah, didn't even well, invite Chris. He just showed up. Yeah, That's I don't know how he inaccurate. I don't even know how he got the invite link. He just we 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 logged in the Zoom and there he was. He said, Hey guys, <laughs> recording tonight. <laughs> so uh as I said on Instagram, if he's like if I made guys, some peanut brittle. Ooh. <laughs> as I said on Instagram, uh, if you guys saw it, I was able to secure a ticket to see the flash Monday night, which is why recording has been pushed to tonight on Wednesday. So um yeah, you're gonna have to. If you didn't see my video on Instagram, you're gonna have to wait until June to hear hear what I have to say about the Flash. So that's all I'm gonna say. Spoiler. I liked it. Um, but <laughs> what a spoiler! <laughs> spoiler: the Flash <laughs> Barry runs, mm-hmm. but doesn't need mm-hmm. anyone to tell him to do that. Probably, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody says run Barry run in the movie. Like they did every single episode of every single season in the show. So <laughs> thank God. Uh, um, but we are here to do another pirates of the Caribbean movie. I know. Right. They kept going after the second one. It's almost like they should have stopped. Um, but... How dare you? Wait a minute. The fourth one's like maybe the best one of the entire franchise. It's nowhere <laughs> near as good as the first one, Chris. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I I like all five movies. I'm just I'm just talking shit about them. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're here to to round out the I guess the original trilogy of the Pirates of Caribbean movies because this is one overarching story that started with the Curse of the Black Pearl and ends with At World's End. Um, and I I think to me, obviously they made two more movies and hopefully we'll eventually get a sixth movie to kind of. Give us one more tale, Captain Jack Sparrow. But uh, I do feel like this 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 trilogy declined as it went on. I, I in fact I feel like the movies just declined as a whole. I mean I I do think Dead Man I, I uh, um on Stranger Tides is better than this, but to me the the first two were just so good that nothing could live up to them. Um, so let's uh yeah. before uh before we you guys say George jump into that um we do just want to give our condolences to the family of the late great tina turner who passed away today um definitely one of the biggest icons in the rock world she's called the queen of rock and roll and she gave us as uh probably one of the one of the best if not the best bond themes of all time in goldeneye Mm -hmm. yeah Um, a true I mean, you know, I like, like, yeah, we say what a legend all the time, but like, she would, it's like a died in the wool two time Rock Roll Hall of Fame inductee. Not that that fucking matters anymore nowadays, mm. but um, she's called the queen of rock and roll, and her, her music definitely shows it. And yeah, mm-hmm. big, big loss, but a hell of a career. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, also need to say, you know, rest in peace to Tom Sizemore. Uh, not Tom Sizemore. Didn't Ray he... Stevenson. Ray Stevenson. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he Tom Sizemore is already dead. Rest in peace. Yeah. Him, since he's already dead. But, <laughs> yeah. But uh, Ray Stevenson passed away. I think was it Monday. Yeah. Yeah. I put mm-hmm. it up on his. I haven't put had a chance to put the TNT on our post up yet. I was gonna. I was going to. Um, Boy, that was a shocker. Yeah, that literally came out of nowhere, and it's it's a real shame. I, I liked Ray Stevenson. I always thought he was he was a pretty cool actor. Um, we're like he's like one of the reasons why I'm really excited to see Ahsoka because I think his character just looks so fucking cool. So, mm-hmm. um, real shame. She at 58 years old. It's just it's just wild. I wonder what the the cause is going to be at the final diagnosis. Young, mm-hmm. young man. Um. Yeah. So, let's get into this movie, shall we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think there's anything else to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Uh I don't think. No, I don't think there's anything else I want to say. Uh, I see. <laughs> Gar- well, Guardians is approaching seven hundred million dollars. That's good. Uh, I That's think good. so. That yeah. but you know what though I I real quick I I said to you guys and I, I don't know why Disney didn't move it up a week it'd probably be approaching eight hundred million dollars at this point. That's a good point. Lose my mind. 
Yeah. So, but I I like to see it do it. I think it will get to eight hundred million, which I think is a success. I mean, not every mm-hmm. movie needs to make a billion, but it needs to be like creep into that door of a billion. You know, more than seven fifty. The eight hundreds is I think is a, is a, is a win for the MCU. Um, you know, I agree. At this point, so. Um. Sorry. All right. Do I have it up? Yeah, it wasn't the franchise. All right. So, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. Uh, Chris, let me ask you an important question. How many times did you see this in theaters? I saw this three times in theaters. Okay. Because I, I remember it came out, what was it, May 25th, right? Because we're coming up on the anniversary of it. Uh, uh, we, yeah, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, May, tomorrow. May, May 25th, 2007. It's the 20, mm-hmm. 26th year anniversary of this movie, by the way. Um, because I can't because I can't do math because I'm fucking retarded. So, <laughs> it's the 16-year anniversary for this movie. Yeah, yeah, I I saw this uh three times, man. I remember because it was near. It was right after my second year of college, so I just wrapped up my associate's degree, and I remember, um, I I just remember being like, oh God, thank God, Pirates is coming. I have something to to come down to um and i was just really excited so yeah i remember vividly when this came out george saw it twice in theaters if i'm being perfectly honest with you okay. uh, i saw it one time uh, i did not watch much of it so i had to go back and watch so i had to go back and see it again to get all the stuff that i missed why didn't you watch most of it this is a g-rated podcasting <laughs> there's no need to get into the there's no need to get into the hows and whys but hands and wives, yes. George George is clearly giving somebody a blowjob. Listen, I'm not saying I snuck into the movie theater and just started cleaning it because okay reasons because the floor was sticky. The floor was sticky. I was uh, like, excuse me, this is it's popcorn everywhere. It's just <laughs> it, it's ruining my theater experience. And the cold came and popped up. George looked at the usher and said, "The floor's on fire." <laughs> <laughs> I said just like uh, that too. Yeah. Um, and then he and then he screamed alarm at me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I don't remember how many times I saw this one in theaters. It wasn't as much as Dead Man's Chest. That's the movie I've seen the most in theaters, which was six. Um, wow. Yeah, th- that's six. And um, that matches my Stranger Tides. Revenge of the Sith is five. And I don't think I have anything at four. I so I, I might have to go see Guardians one more time before it gets out of theaters to give it give it its own slot at four. It could be the Pierce Brosnan my movie goes experience. I was about to say, <laughs> how many times did you see like how many times did you see like Skyfall? Twice. Twice? Oh wow, okay. Yeah. I usually go two to three times for movies. Um, especially like with Guardians, I only paid for it once. So Mm-hmm. And the Flash, I'm only going to pay for it once. I, you know, because um, I probably only see that twice. Um, yeah, but I know this was at least twice. Again, I I love the Pirates movies for for good, bad, worse, whatever. You know, I do love them. So I know I saw I've seen every Pirates movie at least twice in theaters, except the last one. Um, I just mm-hmm. felt I one was enough. <laughs> I just I, I liked it. I liked it better than this one, but I. I just felt like one was enough. It also came out like I think the week after Guardians two two did. So it was like oh, oh. back to back weeks. You know, you know what I mean. So it was like, and I saw Guardians two in theaters twice. So I chose to see a better movie in theaters twice. So mm-hmm. one one second. Just wanted to clear my throat. So um, mm-hmm. that's that's it, everybody. We'll see you next week. Yep. See. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there was there was pirates. It was in the Caribbean, swashbuckling Errol Flynn. You've seen it. Yeah, he, yeah, it's all the same. Yeah. But uh, released May twenty seventh, two thousand and seven, a budget of three hundred million dollars. Except for I think that's oh. a little off because I believe two and three were filmed back to back. They were, yes. Yeah, so because they came out back to back, um, so that's probably more of a shared budget than anything. Uh, box office. This made almost a billion dollars. It was nine hundred and sixty-one point six million uh, off the backs of the billion-dollar Dead Man's Chest. 
Um, mm-hmm. Directed by Gore Rubinsky, rounding out his trilogy, written by Ted Elliott and Terry Rossio, who also rounded out the trilogy. They wrote the previous two. Um, you know, obviously it's based on the fucking ride and some other worthless characters are created. Music by the great Hans Zimmer. Uh, he did, I know he did the first three. Did he do four and five? Do we know that? Let me see. Real I know he did. I know he did four. He actually yes, he didn't did. do the first one. No, he didn't. He, it was one of his protégés. Klaus Bodelt did the first yeah, one. Yeah, it was, that's one of his, but and he did not do, he did not do the fifth one. Um, right. I think, I think Hans Zimmer wrote the original score. But Klaus, I think, did the did the movie. That's okay, it was but but Klaus, Klaus Bedell is one of his it's one of his buddies. They work together all the time. That's what Hans Zimmer yep. does in a lot of his movies. Like he will he will have a lot of his proteges and stuff like that actually mm-hmm. like write the music and he'll go in and and write it with him. But he it, yeah. just because his name's attached doesn't mean he's actually the one sitting there. I mean, is a lot of the times he's the one crafting the score, but he brings in a lot of his friends yeah. and his proteges to help him write that stuff yeah. too. And that's what, that's one of his buddies. So. Yeah. I think, I think Jeff Zanelli did uh dead, uh dead man. Tell no tales. Yeah. <clears throat> some, some, okay. some, some no name. Um, uh, <laughs> starring, you know, Johnny Depp, Orlando Bloom, the insufferable Kira Knightley. Stellan Skarsgård, Bill Nye, Chai Young Fat, Jeffrey Rush, Jack Davenport, Kevin R. McNally, and Jonathan Price. Uh, did I miss anybody? Tom Hollander. So. Yeah. Naomi Harris. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, Keith Richards, that's, that's good enough. <laughs> it's, just, it's just good business. It's just good business. Just good business. Um, so I say uh, that more often than I say you, that more often than most people should. You do. You do. That's... um. That's one of your go-tos. Yeah. There was a thing on Instagram today where it's like, oh, what movie do you quote often? And and people just don't get it. And I, all I quoted was, it's just good business. <laughs> sure. So I, as I was watching this the other day to kind of refresh, um, I mean, for the most part, I usually watch a Pirates of the Caribbean movie when it's on. So I really don't need to refresh all that much because I just think they're extremely entertaining movies. Mm-hmm. And I say this often whenever we talk about live action Disney, good live action Disney, that they mm-hmm. don't make movies like this anymore. And I kind of wish they would, you know, just <laughs> get your base concept and give me the live action movie. Stop taking something animated and reworking it, you know. Go with this, and it was fine because all, all these movies, for all their faults, are extremely entertaining movies. Even mm-hmm. when it's a, even at its lowest point, you're still like, well, s- s- something good's gonna happen in the next scene, so I'll just hang in there. Um, I just wish they, I just wish they kind of get off their ass and give us a sixth movie already at this point. But well, as- George, to uh, to add on to that, I was just seeing here. As of February of this year, Jerry Brockheimer has said that they're potentially going to bring back Jack Sparrow. So, um, with Johnny mm-hmm. Depp and potentially Orlando Bloom. So, um, I don't want Orlando Bloom back. Uh, I mean, if it's going to be for the last movie, why the hell not? You know, I mean, they did tease some sort of squid type person at the end of the fifth movie. So, yeah, it's, it's David. It's David Jones's new alter ego, David uh, David Bowie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because he's like mm, Stallo or whatever. Fuck, I don't. Yeah, know. I tell you right now, if Disney was smart, this is a movie. A six movie is what they'd get behind. Um, yeah. you know, I know. Uh, real quick, Bob Iger says something stupid when he took back control and was like, "Oh, uh, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do unnecessary sequels to movies that don't need them." But then went and fucking greenlit uh, Frozen Three, which only Chris is asking for. Um. Uh, fifth Toy Story, which nobody's asking for, and then nobody asked for a fifth Toy Story, but Frozen Three has been asked for for a while. Yeah, only by there you. goes. Um, <laughs> no, well, I mean, listen, the first two Frozen movies made a billion dollars, so that, or at least Frozen Two made one point five billion dollars. Yeah, it's like it's like the highest grossing anime movie of all time. Um, yes. so like I can understand. So yeah, so like how about how about you give me an unnecessary sequel to the Pirates of Caribbean movies, which have all made Disney buku amounts of money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> hey, no we're not necessary sequels, but here comes 103 Dalmatians. But instead yeah. of Glenn Close, it's going to be Emma Stone. Yeah, no thanks. Oh, God. Hey, we're not going to do unnecessary sequels, but here's a fucking another movie based around Ray trying to b- rebuild the fucking Jedi Order. Nobody's asking for that, but let's do that instead. Anyway, I'm, I can get on the high horse on 
how angry I kind of am at Disney. You're already you're you're already on it. But I want to uh, let's just. Uh, listen, man, I'm going to be pissed off if I get a Ray movie, another another, and not a Star Lord solo movie. Goddamn, Brandon, I gotta, if I got to watch Chris Pratt be fucking Booster Gold and not Star Lord going forward, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Hmm. You good? No. <laughs> anyway, as I'm as I'm saying, as I was watching, as I, I hope was watching your stock this, drops to five dollars. I'll buy it all. And so like, what's the first thing? Rich. What's the first thing you're gonna do as lead stockholder, Dean? <laughs> Give me back Horizons. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm tearing down Splash Mountain for good. Fuck you. No, if I can't have the original Splash Mountain, nobody gets Splash Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Meanwhile, Whatever. Dean is now the is, <laughs> Dean is now the new Führer of of Disney. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> so as I was trying to say, is that I I feel like we were cheated out of like an hour story in between part two and part three, because. Mm. Randomly, like this movie opens up and people are being hung and they're like, oh, for aiding and abetting pirates. It's like all those people couldn't have been aiding and abetting pirates. Like, there's not even all that many. They keep going and hiding. There's no way like 5,000 people are fucking helping pirates. And then they all end up in Singapore. And now we're just learning about the pirate lords. Like, did did they go to the other pirate lords as well? Did they go to Mistress Ching and Gentleman Joe Carr and be like, hey... We got to gather, or did they only go to uh, Singapore to get uh, South Fang? Questions I had as I'm watching this. I'm not going to ask Amy because every time I ask her a question, she looks over at me. She's like, "I don't know the answer. Stop asking." Just like I do whenever <laughs> we're watching it. Just like I do when we're watching the Avengers now. And I'm like, "You know, they talk about the Avengers initiative, but there's only two Avengers at that point." But I I digress. But yeah, I feel like there should have been something to kind of connect the two movies. I mean, I feel like there also should have been something to connect the first and the second, because why should I feel that Cutler Beckett is this big bad guy when he wasn't mentioned at all in the first movie? That's a good point. But now here comes this five foot five uh, fancy fop in his powder wig, and all of a sudden I should be threatened by this guy? I, mm-hmm. I'm just confused. And then... <laughs> Uh, Norrington chasing uh, the Black Pearl through the hurricane. I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah, but me too. I'll let my memory take me wherever it is because obviously I didn't get it here. But that's that's okay here here there. Um, I really mm-hmm. do enjoy the scene of all the prisoners singing "Hoist the Colors," which it's amazing that they all know the words yep. in that song. Damn right they do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <God. laughs> so. Yeah. I'm going to interrupt you for a second. Please do. I want to let everybody know right now that WWE is dead. AEW has surpassed them because Sabu just showed up on Dynamite. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 33 minutes ago we did. Um, Because I was scrolling through Twitter while you were talking, George. And... um, You'll be happy to know I found this, by the way. I'll send this to the group. But yeah, oh, just everybody. Did he sh- did 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 he show up and help Moxley Blade? No, he came up to confront Jericho. So I can only assume Jericho's having one of his oh midlife crisis midlife crisis matches. Um, isn't Jericho feud with Adam Cole? What role does I, Sabu play? In I this? don't know. I don't. You're asking me questions to answers I don't have. I'm sorry. Anyway, let's get back to a better topic. But I feel like I had to ruin everybody's night by telling everybody that Sabu showed on fucking AEW. Thank God, um, with a with a pocket full of pills and a barbed wire wrapped around his head. Who next? Rick Martel and Tom Zink? Let's well, well, not for yes. Rick Martel if he's the model. If only Tom Zink. <laughs> I think oh one or both of them is dead. Rick Martel's not dead. Tom Zink. Eh, they Rick should Martel's be. not. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Tom Zink's heart exploded with as big as he was. <laughs> so, anyway, George, okay, back meanwhile, to um. So here we are in Singapore, and we got to gather all the pirate lords, but we're only going to show you one of them that we're meeting because it's the one that they got an actual big name actor to play. 
Keith Richards. And I also feel like we should have seen Will Turner breaking into the temple to try and steal the charts and then getting captured. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, coincidentally, everybody is right where they need to be when East India Trading Company shows up. And we don't know who the hell they were tracking. But, uh, well, remember, Darth Vader put a tracking device on the Millennium Falcon. Oh, that's right. Yep. I guess it all makes sense now. Well, well, I mean, they were, you know, they had control of Davy Jones, so he clearly probably knew, hey, all these pirates are hiding out at this mm-hmm. this soiree with Keith Richards. <laughs> this soiree. Keith Richards wasn't in Singapore. He was a shipwreck cove. That's not to say he wasn't in Singapore getting salty wenches because uh, Whatever. Keith. Doesn't even matter. Stupid movie. God. So, oh the, so, so silly. So, so, so <laughs> Will, Will Turner has to steal these charts, uh, and it, it's this odd map with circles in the middle that only pirates know how to read, and it takes you to uh, it's a map right to Davy Jones' locker. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, so they had to steal those from South Fang and say, oh, you must join us. We're going to try and release Calypso. And then he immediately looks at Elizabeth Swan like, fuck you. You really think she's some sort of sea goddess? Yes, I know. Her hair changed between two, her hair color changed between two movies. That's not the work of a witch. Let me tell you something. Tell me something. Let me tell you something about Elizabeth Swan. She is, without a doubt. About to get misogynistic, folks. One of the characters that I despise the most in all the movies. Really? I find her insufferable in this film. Like mm, she 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 progressively got more insufferable as the series went on. And it's not because like she became like a pirate or whatever. That I mean she wasn't gonna be some uppity bitch while hanging out with fucking Will Turner, you know. But mm-hmm. um she just, I just felt her character just became insufferable. It's just like every yeah. time that she would talk, I'm just like, God, shut the fuck up and let, will you well, let like, the real pirates talk? Well, like when, <laughs> when, when she shows up on, in, you know, in that, in that little rowboat in Singapore and then South Fang's pirates are like, oh, you shouldn't be singing that song for a clever girl or whatever the fuck it is that they say. Or, you know, to, or, or to be alone in his waters and Barbosa just big dick swinging, just walks down the steps. Who says she's alone? Mm-hmm. And, and and then, like, she pulls out, like, a knife. And it's like, oh, who says I need him to protect me? I'm like, oh, fucking here we goddamn go. Yeah. Because she was apparently taught how to fight by nobody in the last two movies from what we've seen. Um, And then when they're going to, when they're on their way to South Fang's, you know, in, in his bathhouse where he sits in his steam. And Barbosa's and, and, and Barbosa's like, you know, I'll expect you to, you know, to know your place in front of South Fang. And she's just like, like chin out, like she's sergeant, sergeant, like, a, is he really that terrifying? He's a fucking pirate lord. Who are you, a governor's daughter? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. they use your ass for currency in Singapore, and you're gonna mm-hmm. walk around like all confident, like, like we was, want the redhead. It was just like. <laughs> It was like as the movie went on, and I'm I'm sure I'm gonna get all sorts of shit from anybody saying this, but like she got like cunty as the movie went on. Who's gonna say anything? There's like four people that listen, and three of them are sitting in this chat right now. That's true. That's true. The right, Chris. The the, Chris gives us two listens. He listens on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That's called devotion. And you got me. (laughs) (laughs) And Google. If he uses Morgan's account, so yeah. I got more by accident. And she goes, Christopher, I don't want you listening to that filth. (laughs) (laughs) She washes his math out for the things that we say. Yeah. That's hilarious. (laughs) Chris Christopher, come over here and bite on this bar of zest. (laughs) But she but she she uses griffy shit instead of soap. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And it, it seems like everybody is all Gr- Griffey's off in the corner rubbing his paws together like he's a raccoon laughing at it too. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it seems like everybody's all in a mission for themselves. Like Barbosa wants to get the parlors together so we can free Calypso. 
Um, Elizabeth Swan is, I don't know, along for the fucking ride, but it's going to boss people around for some point. Will Turner's like, I need to free my father from the Pearl. Why do you have such an attachment to free your father from the Pearl when you didn't know him your entire life? Mm-hmm. Be I like want to know. They'd be wanna... like me finding out my mm-hmm. biological father's in jail, and I'm, and I'm going to concoct a plan with 10 of the people to break him out. I'm not helping. Bootstrap was a pirate. <laughs> Probably pillaged and stole. And he and didn't raped. even believe him. He, and he didn't even believe him. Yeah. He's like, oh, I, I'm your father. No, you're not. And it's like, oh, you are. Because you saved me. And you and you gave me a, a lashing. I don't fucking know. I have a serious question. Go. Where the fuck was Anna Maria after the first one? Uh, excellent fucking question. That's a great question. Like a great question. Yeah. I feel like they should have replaced Elizabeth Swan with Anna Marie. Please? I would, I, must... I would accept her being a badass part more than I accept Elizabeth Swan as a badass part. I much because prefer... she is a pirate. She lived I... the high seas life. I much prefer Zoe Zaldana to Kira Knightley. Boy, that would have been amazing. They were like, hey, Elizabeth would... Swan, why, why are you uh, Hispanic now? She would have been like, because reasons. I wish, I wish <laughs> they would have casted in this role, like probably like a Rachel Wise would have been good. Mm. Um, I feel like Kieran Knightley that, was it, was discount Winona Ryder. Um, Maybe. Uh, you know, I used to think Kieran Knightley was a discount somebody, but I'm trying to think of who I used to think it was. Is it discount Natalie Portman because she played yeah, one it. of the ladies in waiting in a uh, Phantom Menace? That's it. And then she's got just, blown up in the beginning of Attack of the Clones. Yeah, she did. She's just that's all she she is. She's just she's just discount Natalie Portman because Natalie Portman was too busy trying to win an Oscar. Yeah, that's correct. So, I mean, listen, I I think I think Kira Knightley is an attractive woman, and but I just think mm-hmm. she just I don't know she just wasn't good in these movies, and it bugged me. She's just I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think, um, and I I, I think uh, and and I texted you this, Dean Gore Verbinski, a hundred percent understood the assignment. Mm-hmm. Like we got some great set pieces. And and some really great camera work. I mean, I, I, that's a credit to his cameraman, uh, the cinematographer. But it, it all these movies always look grandiose to a point that it's like, for sure. Like if that's what Pirate Singapore looks like, sign me the fuck up. I want to go. I mean, uh, not for nothing. This movie was nominated for cinematography and screenplay. Oh, so I mean, it. So it was really? definitely. I mean, it's piggybacking what you're saying because it was nominated for yeah. that specifically. Yeah. And I do like where the boat is, you know, where, where they're kind of going to Davy Jones locker and they go through like, I'm assuming Antarctica or some shit because it's all icy and it, it's, it's just a great set piece. The one guy breaks his fucking toe off. Cause it's frozen. I, I laugh at it every single time because yeah. in, in my mind, and, and he doesn't do this, but in my mind, he broke his toe off and he tried to reattach it. And it didn't work. <laughs> it doesn't happen. But I'm like, I could have sworn that did. Mm. So that's like, like, like a Mandela effect in my head. And then when they're, and then right after that, where they're on the water and it's so clear that the stars are in that you can see like the, the reflection of the stars in the water as well. It just looks good. as like a mirror shot. And then the, mm-hmm. the fall of them going over, it just, everything just kind of looks good. Yeah. And we always give credit to Johnny Depp for his portrayal of Jack Sparrow and how iconic it is. Mm-hmm. But don't, I, I don't sleep on Jeffrey Rush because Mm-mm. I imagine no, all, I imagine Mm-mm. all pirates were Jeffrey Rush. Barbosa in the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie is like my favorite character in the franchise. I mean, I, it, I just, I just think he's incredible, and he got better as the movies went on. I mean, that, like, he was that, just, like that was just that first movie's perfect. So yeah, but, yeah. Hey, everybody, mm-hmm. we're gonna take a really quick break, and we'll finish up on the other side. Fuck off, and we're back, everybody. Sorry, I told you to fuck off. I'm not really sorry. Though. It's not sorry. Yeah, I'm not sorry. Not sorry, but uh, we're we're here. Here we are. We're gonna finish up our discussion on here this we movie. Are. He, he, here we are on David Jones Locker where uh, Jack Sparrow was talking to himself as I revealed to Chris that's just an average Tuesday with that man. That's correct. Mm-hmm. And he's on the Black Pearl. So it's just 
Johnny Depp holding holding your attention the entire scene for ten minutes, and you really don't even think anything of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just fantastic. And then he eventually shows up and meets everybody else in the locker. Which now, when they went over the falls and they played like those random noises, were those sounds from the ride? The Disneyland version, yes. Yeah, 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 I think so. There was like, dead man tell no tales. So actually, that is a new addition to both Disney World and Disneyland. So that is the current, you'll hear that currently when you go through Pirates of the Caribbean and and both Disneyland and Disney World. Hmm. Okay. It just seemed weird. They were just random noises. And I'm like, then I I was thinking to myself, I thought I thought I remember reading that they were sounds from the ride. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, you confirmed. I was too lazy to look it up. But I knew if anyone mm-hmm. would know, it'd be the two of you. Because mm-hmm. you guys uh, eat sleep and breathe Disney. Yeah. Speaking of uh speaking of that ride, I really missed when Davy Jones's face used to be in the mist uh, at the at the beginning of the ride. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, I missed then then I think they switched it to Blackbeard after it was Blackbeard for a while, and then they just completely got rid of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just gone. It's just, it's just um, wasted away. Just like the redhead, gone. Yep, yep. <laughs> I also don't like the fact that they changed how Barbosa looks in the ride. They made him look more like uh, his character, his version from the fifth movie, opposed to the iconic look he had in the first movie. Wow. Wow, I didn't realize that. I have to Wait, go check that out. That? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Don't Interesting, to say the least. <laughs> so, while they're in the locker, we also find out, and this is probably something that we should have had a scene for, uh, is the fact that Governor Swan has been killed. We don't know how. We don't know why. We just know all of a sudden he's dead. Mm-hmm. Like, all the... Like the last we saw of him before that was he was on a boat with uh, Mercer and Cutler Beckett going, I, I, I guess, to Davy Jones to, you know, tell him to stop killing people because they need people to interrogate. But why that turned into Governor Swan dying, I really don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I feel like he was killed just so he could show up in the underworld or, or, or in a locker, so to speak, to basically tell the story of how the Dutchman always needs a captain. You know, you have to stab the heart, but your heart replaces it just so Will Turner can or, or, or just so the camera can linger on Will Turner long enough for us to know that that's what's going to happen at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And for the fact okay. that every time he turned around that ship, Tiodomo was right there saying something cryptic, like for what we want most, there must be a cost a price paid in the end. It's like mm-hmm. right, just just tell us, hey, he's gonna be the new captain of the Flying Dutchman. It's like tell me he's gonna be the captain without telling me he's gonna be the captain. Mm-hmm. Like I can't you can't even call it foreshadowing because it's just it's just shadowing at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, we know what's gonna <laughs> happen. It's too obvious. Agreed. And they end up or, or or Jack ends up figuring out that the boat needs to be turned upside down in the water to at sundown to return. To the real world, which mm-hmm. that's a great scene in of itself with them running back and forth on the it was. on the boat. And uh rest in peace to the guy who had the fucking cannon fall on him. <laughs> yeah. That was good. She yeah. got that fucking poor guy. Dead. He didn't sign up for any of this. Dead than dead. <sighs> you ain't fucking kidding. So as they show back up in the real world, somehow South Fang knew exactly where they were gonna be, so there he is. And we also see the Kraken dead, washed up on the shore. Yeah. Something else I would have liked to have seen is how Jones was able to kill the Kraken. Did he mm-hmm. just order it? Hey, go beat yourself on this island. <laughs> and, stay, and, and suffocate. Die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All things I would have liked to, like, I wouldn't see, I want to see, like, Cutler Beckett's, like, since he has the heart of Davy Jones, I want to see him like spreading his muscle and like showing that would make sense just what he's making Davy Jones yeah. do mm-hmm. to where he's like ruling the seas. Like, yeah, we fear Jones because he's in power of color back, but 
you know, what's Beckett making him do? Like, show me yeah. this. Don't just show me a, a ship that's been busted and be like, oh, there's nothing left. Jones is a loose cannon, sir. You know, don't don't tell me that. Mm-hmm. Like, get me like Cutler Beckett talking to David Jones. Like, if you want this, you're gonna do what I say. Yeah, some shit like that. Yeah, I agree. Wow. Yeah, I, that's a great point. I never thought of it that way. And also <clears throat> Norrington getting his station back. And now he's an admiral. He was Commodore in the first movie, was he mm-hmm. was he not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now he's an he's an admiral because he showed up with the heart of Davy Jones and the mm-hmm. and the and the and the pardon letters. He was such an underrated part of these movies. He really um, was. He was I, underused I, in this one. Vastly. Yeah, I I just um I enjoyed the hell out of that guy every time he was on uh what's his name? Was that Jack Davenport, right? The actor Jack Davenport, yeah. Um God, I enjoyed the hell out of his character for the first three movies. Well, those are the only movies he was in. That's yeah, that's why I said the first three. Yeah, you could <laughs> you couldn't enjoy his character in the fourth movie because he wasn't there. Yeah, <laughs> I know. He died he died in this one. Yeah. Speaking mm-hmm. of people who died in this one, Sal Fang. Mm-hmm. As the mm-hmm. uh flying Dutchman caught up sure. to his ship because obviously. Because and, and, and rightfully so for thinking Elizabeth Swan was Calypso. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like, like <laughs> there's only two women on this ship, and you chose poorly as fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's not like, even on. badly. <laughs> even Pindle or Rigetti would have been a better choice than uh, like, <laughs> like, like which one's Calypso? I don't know. The fucking bitch. <laughs> 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 like you couldn't go with the one who was the witch. Yeah, you know, maybe it's the witch who keeps talking in riddle and has all the fucking makeup on her face. Yeah, maybe she's the sea goddess. Nah, too mm. obvious. I'm gonna go with my gut on this one, guys. Mm. I think it's the blonde girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's like one Starbucks cup in her away from uh, wearing UGG boots and fucking complaining to the manager. I did like. Uh, I did. I did like the uh, when they went to. Uh, I don't know. The Pirate Treehouse. Um, mm-hmm. Shipwreck Cove. The Pirate yeah, Shipwreck Cove. That's it. Swiss yeah. Family <laughs> Robinson. They went to the Swiss Family Robinson's house. Uh, hey, and why not? It's based That's another Disney property. I, I did like that. I thought that was kind of cool. The meeting was kind of cool. I mean, I didn't like the fact that Elizabeth Swan was made fucking Pirate King. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Not, you know, not a trained professional. Hey, but you know what though? Right. Hey, Jack said what we're all thinking when she said she's king. He's like, "Oh, they're just giving the title away now." Mm-hmm. <laughs> to God, J- J- Jack's speaking for the audience. I also really like the fact that Keith Richards was in this movie. Like, who else yeah. are they going to get him to play Jack Sparrow's dad? I mean, he based yeah. the character off of Keith Richards. Yeah, yeah. Who's the law? I still like when he shows up and he's just standing behind him as a "You're in me way, boy." And I loved it. Like they didn't, they didn't overused him. Like his dialogue was perfect mm-hmm. when it was done, and it was. I thought it was, it was great. I mean, they could have yeah. easily have made that ro- so hokey. Yeah, but they didn't. The ro- could have been the Rock, giving the people's eyebrow <laughs> to somebody. <laughs> it, it's, pirate, pirate Maui. It's, instead of shooting Sisambaji's uh, speaker, he walks over, gives him a rock bottom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's Boons? Your Boons? Yeah. Who, who's talking to the pirate Maui like that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that would have been too, pirate. That would have been. That's uh, so funny. That would have been. That would have been late two thousand or mid midish two thousands rock. So he was still rock bottoming and giving people the people's elbow in all his movies. People like, uh, like, hey, code is the law. <laughs> Give me the eyebrow. That's <laughs> exactly what it would have been. It would have been awful. Oh I saw God. a video where they were talking about The Rock and how he has no legacy in Hollywood, and they compare him to Arnold because, like, Arnold would do work, but he'd seek out good directors, and The Rock just takes whatever comes across his plate. <laughs> but I, di- but I digress. Um, this whole meeting with the. With, with the pirate lords, I want to see separate series, oh, like surrounding these pirate, like these pirate lords. Like, for example, give me a series on Mistress Chang and then have her played by Michelle Yao. Mm-hmm. 
like a younger version of, 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 of Mr. Shang. Like, like show me why these pirates are feared and how they became lords and, and what they're doing. Like, we know what Jack and Barbosa, you know, we, we know what they're doing in the Caribbean, but let me see what some of these other pirates are doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And they all look good. Like, they didn't look like generic nonsense. They, like, it looked like every one of them just had their own different personalities, and it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they spent money. On, on on the costume department it shows it's oh they did fantastic oh yeah fantastic like the fact that we talk about you know we talk about fast x having a 350 million dollar budget in 2023 this is 2007 and you're looking at an over 300 million dollar budget here yeah. like mm-hmm. it's incredible i mean probably spread across two movies but still yes but you also and i and you also have to look at um you know, where they film some of these scenes. I mean, they go all over the world um, to film these scenes. Um, so, that, I mean, that costs a lot of money, too, because, um, you know, the production, the filming of this was just insane. Like, they're going from, you know, legitimately, like, the Caribbean. They're going, uh, they're in Utah. Then they're, they're in Cali. Like, they're going to Ni- Niagara Falls. It's just crazy. They're literally all over the globe to film these movies. Yeah, I agree. It's just, it's just really fantastic work done by everybody. It really is, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so when Elizabeth is made pirate king, like how bad did you cringe, Dean? Uh, <laughs> like pretty awful. worst. That was the worst. That that mm-hmm. is up there with me, with like with the Bond dying. With Bond dying <laughs> and Ray looking at the CGI ghosts of a wig wearing oh. Mark Hamill and oh. a completely fake Carrie Fisher going Ray Skywalker, that that's oh, up there with that. that is it's bad. up, it's it's up there with that. That's bad. <clears throat> and yeah. I brought this up. I brought this up to Amy, and she was like, "Yeah, why didn't they?" And it's when they have the parlay on that sandbar, and Davy Jones is standing in the water buckets. Couldn't they have just? Backed up several feet, and he would have been in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, you're right. Like, didn't need to stand in the buckets of water. <laughs> also, how did he not trip? He why walks. They just, the, yeah, he walks with a limp. <laughs> why didn't they just push him over? Like, ha you're in the sand now. Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like, what was he gonna do? He's on land. You're right. Yeah. He's not gonna do anything. He was like, "Oh no, I'm dead." Uh, hey, fucking he, 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 he turns Mario back into <laughs> he turns back into uh, in, in, into Bill and I. Yeah, but he yeah. turns into Bill and I from Hot Fuzz. Ah, even better. <laughs> no, he turns into Bill and I from uh, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy when he shows up. Goes, but boo! <laughs> Did, didn't I scare you? No. Oh well, carry on. <laughs> what about the Bill Nye from Universe of Energy? That's Ellen, different... Ellen's Universe of Energy. That's I know, I know Bill it's Nye. a different Bill Nye. I know. Oh, so um, he falls over and turns into Bill Nye, the science guy? Yeah. He, he, he fall, falls onto <laughs> hey, the sandbar hey, and, then gets, and then gets up. Consider the following. Yeah. <laughs> Let's break down the chemical <laughs> equations of water. <laughs> Oh my god! You know this is this is why boats can float on water. You see this egg? It's got what they call buoyancy. <laughs> what a show! Um, I prefer Beekman. I like them both. Couldn't choose. In fact, my favorite science show was the Back to the Future cartoon because I learned at the end of that, Doc Brown taught me how to uh, power a watch with a lemon. Damn right he did. And I did it, and it worked. <laughs> Fuck you, no, George. <laughs> George is like, I don't know what a lemon. I don't know what a lemon is. Because <laughs> my first three cars were lemons. What are you talking about? I know exactly what a lemon is. <laughs> Talk about the fruit, sir. Thank you very much. Oh, Chris, that's not nice. Oh, <laughs> oh. that was a gay joke. <laughs> ah. Well, nice. I did, I did, I did witness uh, Chris drinking Philly's jizz earlier. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> anyway, 
Back to the movie, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> let's let, let's let's get to this. Let's get to the end because this is what really pisses me the fuck off. All right. uh, are you talking about the like the big fight at the end where they're in the maelstrom? Well, yeah, because, because I like that. Yeah, I liked it too until they decided to hold a fucking wedding in the middle of a sword fight. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that's actually my least favorite scene. Yeah, mine too. The or wedding itself. It, yeah, 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 yeah. I hate that. I also, I hate that uh, anything Elizabeth Swan is involved with in this movie. Yeah. I, I also hate yeah. that when one person says fire, ten other people have to scream fire. Also, yeah. You yeah. know what I did like? You know what I thought was really cool was when when Davy Jones visits Calypso in the prison, and she, oh my god, yes. you get a split second of actually seeing Bill Nye as a pirate. Yep. Great. Like scene. I thought, I thought that would, I thought it would have been kind of cool if, when you know, Bill uh, Davy Jones does finally get killed, that as he's like, you know, realizing that he's dying, uh, he actually should have turned back into to human form before he fell into the maelstrom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been really cool. Mm. That would have been always, really neat. I've I've always thought that. Yeah, I mean, despite the fact that there was a wedding in the middle of this giant sword fight, mm. um, which I don't know what the purpose was that they needed to get married. It's like, hey, I'm gonna die, so we need to get married because uh, yeah, I don't know, she gets I, his benefits because I don't want all of my stuff to go to the state, and then you have to try to get them all at auction. Yeah, like it's not. It's not like that. So. They didn't sign any paperwork. How was it illegal? How was they it signed z- zero paperwork? Yeah, there there wasn't a notary to make anything official. We're just assuming that that along with being a minister, Barbosa is also a notary public. Yeah. So hmm. I, I think I think we have to agree with that. But I mean, that, I'll buy. It. I mean, I'll buy it. I fucking hate that scene so much. But it also furthers my point, and I said this. To, I said this to Dean and Chris. I'll I'll say it to you, and I'm, I I want to get your opinion. I think pound for pound, Barbosa is the best fighter in this movie. Ye- yes, I mean Orlando. I mean Will Turner's really good, um, but I think Barbosa. Yeah, because Barbosa is like the dirtiest player in the game, man. It's like he. I agree with you. I think. Yeah, Barbosa's like just outside of Jack, like he's the fucking all-star in everything he does. Just like just think of of and I don't want you guys to just think of the wedding scene, but he's up on the top part of the boat. Cotton's holding the wheel. Yep. And it's, it's just him and Cotton up there. And all yep. these guys keep coming up. It's not like Cotton's fighting. And Barbosa yep. is laying everybody out. Nobody gets a shot on him. Mm-hmm. This dude is flawless. I mean, I know it's a, it, it's a movie, and he has to come out on top, but he looked just OP as shit. Mm-hmm. He's the fucking decapitating eel guys and <laughs> randomly pulling out his pistol and shooting a guy, and then laughing about it in the middle of a sword fight. Just great shit. Yeah, and, and that's not to discount the sword fight between Davy Jones and Jack, which I think is another really good scene in this movie. Mm-hmm. Which then turns into because Will and fucking Elizabeth had to, you know, just go over as well. I don't know why her rope couldn't break halfway over the maelstrom, but <laughs> fuck it. I don't know why Will's couldn't break either. That whiny bitch sits in oh. peas and wipes back the front. Wow. I said it. I said well, it. You did. Because <laughs> even when they show up and then David Jones is like, all right, I'm going to beat the shit out of you guys too. Like Will stabs him in the back with a sword, and he's like, "Haha!" It's like, dude, you know for a fact that his heart is not in his body. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. this. You've yeah. seen this. You fought two other men for a chest that held his heart, and you're like, "Ha, gotcha." Mm-hmm. It, it, mm-hmm. it, it it's like he forgot he was even in the last movie, and then. David Jones just spins around and spin kicks him with his crab leg and knocks him out. I didn't need to see him do a karate kick, by the way. Agreed. It was I liked it though. Because <laughs> it was with his crab leg. <laughs> sweet, I could have sweet crab music. <laughs> Everyone's doing super kicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might be of Sean's old crescent kick that he used to do. Oh god. Then in a 
in a uh, a turn that everybody saw coming. Yep, they use uh, after Will gets stabbed in the heart by Davy Jones. Um, Jack then makes Will stab the heart. So or, or no, Jack makes yeah Jack makes Will stab the heart. So now Will is the new captain of the Dutchman, as everybody saw from the beginning of the movie that we all knew that that was going to happen. And together, the Flying Dutchman, the Black Pearl, lay waste to the Endeavor. And I said this also to Amy, and she agreed. There's no reason why the Endeavor couldn't have opened fire and taken out both the Black Pearl and the Flying Dutchman. I agree. Both of those ships were massively outgunned. Massively outgunned. Well, it's just good business. I mean, it it is just good business. But... uh, Chris, I just said to I just said to Dean that there's no reason why the Endeavor couldn't open fire while the Black Pearl and the Flying Dutch were on either sides, considering how both ships were massively outgunned. It, that's a great point. I actually was going to bring that up to you, so I'm glad that you did. It, it didn't that that that's like one of the few parts, except for the dumb wedding, that just didn't make sense. It didn't. I don't well, understand where they were going with it there. Well, Dean explained it perfectly while you were gone. Okay. He said it's just good business. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, side note, I love the slow motion shot of Beckett walking down the steps as the ship is blowing up around him. I just felt, just, great, just felt great good. Scene. Mm-hmm. And then Jack is left on Tortuga again. Left those vices. Left those vices. <laughs> it's pronounced egregious. Egregious, correct. Uh, and then we get the post-credit scene of fucking no, 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 no. I need to go back. I need to go back because I need to bring this up. Okay. I need I I need opinions, and you two guys <laughs> are going to give me the opinions, or at least you're going to make sense of all of this. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So Will Turner is now the captain of the Flying Dutchman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's he can only go to shore once every 10 years. Yeah. And he goes, oh, oh, depends on the day. So he goes to shore, gives Elizabeth Swan the old flying Dutchman, gets her pregnant, and then leaves for 10 years. Now, Will Turner is not technically alive. Mm-hmm. So shouldn't his kid have been born like half dead? I mean, if you're going to go with semantics, I guess technically, yes. I mean, but that wasn't Elizabeth the plan, Swan's a, pal. Elizabeth, Swan, <laughs> Elizabeth Swan's a ghost, is a ghost fucker. Okay. Oh. Or at the very least, a corpse fucker. I mean, he's not alive. I mean, he's not. He's, yeah, I he's not technically, I mean, he's, he's not technically alive. He's not hard to beat it in a box. Yeah. That's true. But he died and, once. And semen is semen. Yeah. Chris <laughs> says all about that. <laughs> so, Especially on boats. Yeah. yeah. He's a boat blower. <laughs> oh, boy. He's, wait, wait, he's up in, uh, he, he's, uh, he goes up to New York to our fleet week and waits for the, waits, waits for the crew to come off the, uh, the ships. <laughs> part of the crew, part of the ship. <laughs> wait, wait, wait sir on his knees with his uh, palms up waiting for a fucking a drink <laughs> fill, me, fill me up sailor I'm thirsty <laughs> dear lord what did this turn into you oh. led him down this road George <laughs> yeah I led him down this road you did oh. All right, it, let's, doesn't, uh... it doesn't take much usually he's the one driving the car yeah, <laughs> engine's on, but there's nobody behind the wheel. <laughs> and then, yeah, we get the post-credit scene of uh, Elizabeth, who has not aged in ten years because they they did not take the Harry Potter route of making her older by just changing her hairstyle. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They just made her look the same. And then well, everybody know that uh, uh, um, Elizabeth Swan did not age in like thirty years because remember. Randomly, their son is like thirty in the fifth movie. Oh and yeah, 
She didn't. Nobody else aged around him except for him. <laughs> no, I think in the fifth movie he was eighteen or nineteen. All right, okay, so he's like twenty. We'll we'll be generous, to say twenty. Still, yeah. nobody aged around him. <laughs> I know. Like, it was like, like when it was like it was like in the Mummy Three where everybody else was the same age, and all of a sudden their kid was like twenty five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like okay. <laughs> yeah, but we all bought that because we assumed Brendan Fraser had good genes to, to age very well, and he did. That's correct. To be fair, yeah. he just kind of went down a dark path, but he did. Yeah. Um, it was still stupid, though. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good point. I mean, Will Turner has a very good reason for not aging because he's half dead mm-hmm. and half alive. He's part Squidman. He's, he's part. Yeah, he's he part is. of the crew, part of the ship. He is. I like how I like how Bootstrap is like. It's like, oh, you're free now, and he's like, I'm gonna stay. It's like. Why did I go through all of that? <laughs> yeah. You mean to tell me why I did I go through so all of that? Yeah. Boat? <laughs> I'm so angry. I'm literally dead because of you. And you have the fucking nerve to stay on this fucking boat. <laughs> that would have been great dialogue. <laughs> Like, like that's exactly what I would have done. I was I'm, like, I'm staying. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I have no heart. And you're gonna stay on this fucking boat. I <laughs> just got no asked sense. for the first time, and I have to wait ten years before I can get it again. And you're uh, gonna stay? You like, should have been like, I should have just died. You made you the captain. I'm going to take your heart out, put it in a box, and I'm going to live on the land. How about that? (laughs) What a promotion. What a promotion. (laughs) Oh, my God. Bootstrap Bill. Oh, all right. So let's once a pirate, once a pirate, always a pirate, I guess. (laughs) Why why not be like, hey, I'm going to kind of just kick it around with Jack on the or Barbosa on the Black Pearl again. Because he's, like, no. he's afraid of getting tied yeah. to a cannon again and dropped and, in the ocean. <laughs> and this and this time he's not uh he's not uh cursed. Yeah, wait a minute. Oh, uh, never mind. No, go anyway. ahead. What do you got? What do you got? What I was got? gonna say I was gonna say that uh um they never broke the curse in the first movie, but they did because with Will's blood, I forgot. I but that. But no, but no, you do bring up a good point because I'm thinking about it. Because if David Jones only goes to those who are like dying, why did he go to Bootstrap? Because Bootstrap couldn't die because of the Aztec gold. He would have just been alive under the water. Just, just chilling there. Tied to a fucking cannon. <laughs> so oh. was it like, hey, I'll I'll cut your ropes, but hundred years before the mast. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna, like, well, I'm gonna stay here and fill up my time. You son yeah. of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's right. that's fine. Because yeah. when my kid kills you, I'll just stay here because reasons. <laughs> I love that answer. Reasons. <laughs> but uh, he's gonna right, hold let's... the same position too. Like not even first mate. Yeah. Like <laughs> he's just gonna be will shit scrub. <laughs> Bar- barnacle scrubber. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's get to let's get to the the, the juicy stuff. Um, mm-hmm. What's everybody's least favorite least favorite scene? The wedding. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, because you're in the middle of a great a great scene, and this is thin, and this and like that's what you have for Barbosa to wed yeah. that. Not just now, it, it's not even that they're fighting, but it also almost looks like they're dancing with each other because one hand is on their swords and the other hand is with each other. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. don't need to hold hands when you get married, Chris. When you got married to Morgan, did you hold her hand the entire time, like the entire no. night? No. Yeah. Like even did- even when you even when you went to the bathroom, you're like, hold on, Morgan, I need these. Uh, you could hold this hand while I use the other. No, she just held it for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> you disgust me. She she oh, filled God. up she filled up a glass and threw it in your face. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> oh, I was at your wedding, and, and uh, you and Rebecca did not hold hands during the entire ceremony. What wedding? 
<laughs> Accurate. <laughs> I, I, I blocked it out of my life. But um, all right, so Chris, what's your favorite scene? So my favorite scene is actually the very last like sequence of the movie when um Barbosa steals the pearl again, and then when he gets um he holds up basically the map to the fountain of youth and there's that big hole that's mm-hmm. cut out in the middle um and then you know it and then you find jack has stolen you know the charts you know fang's charts and you could see um uh ponce de leon on that little part of the map and um then he you know he's on a small little boat of course heading towards tartuga um uh, but he's looking and they mentioned the fountain of youth and i was just like oh that's just I look back now, I'm like, oh, I love it because I love, I mean, I'll go to bat for um, Stranger Tides forever, how I think it's, you know, obviously Black Pearl's 1A, I think Stranger Tides is 1B. I I also think it's a great movie. It's a great story, uh, and they casted it perfectly, I felt, (laughs) in that movie. Um, But I just love that end scene because it's like, again, it's it's just an awesome cliffhanger and and a great setup for the next movie. Uh, and this and the scene when the ship goes upside down, like I thought that mm. was just yeah. fucking phenomenal yeah, uh, cinematography there. George, favorite scene? Uh, it's it's the beginning of the movie, the Singapore, like the like that 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 shootout in Singapore. Awesome. I actually also like the Singapore opening scene. I, I there's something about it I really like. Uh, I. Honorable mention to the very opening scene where all of the prisoners start singing "Hoist the Colors." Yeah, fuck them. That was that was a cool scene because I like how the guards were holding guns back up. Like, oh shit, what are they gonna do? They're in fucking chains, dude. You're holding guns and bayonets. Oh, what are all these people in chains gonna do? Just push one over; they'll all go with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, what do you give it out of ten? You guys are gonna hate me because I just I love the Pirates franchise so much. I probably give it a a seven and a half out of ten. I just well, really I, liked it. I enjoyed I, I the would, most of the movie. I I give it like a seven seven and a half. That's where I was at too. I mean, like it's a huge drop from the first two movies, but it's not like the worst movie in the world. At, like far from it. Like it's far from the worst movie in the world. Um, it's just nowhere near as good, especially the first one. But I mean. It's still like I I would give it like a seven and a half seven so you know, in that vicinity it's it's yeah. a, it's a it's a solid seventy five percent you know yeah I'm I'm I'm, I'm where grade. you guys yeah I'm where you guys are I think about seven and a half I think that's mm-hmm. the perfect score I was thinking eight initially but then as we were talking and going over like yeah fucking bootstrap just stayed and this whole thing was for him like I was thinking mm-hmm. I'm like yeah that is kind of it is kind of ridiculous I do think there was some stuff that they could have set up into it. Um, I think I gave the the Curse of the Black Pearl and Dead Men's Just think I gave them both tens. I did. I know um, I did. Yeah. This, sure. Now I I do like this one more than you guys do, just because I I like a lot of the shots. I like a lot of the scenes. I like a lot of the 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 background and the uh, and the set pieces. Um, that's just that's just me. But I do. I think all these I think all these movies just kind of as a spoiler are are over this uh, seven and a half. Yeah. I yeah, there's I just, a bad yeah. movie in the franchise. Yeah, there's not like 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 if seven and a half is what your least is, is the bottom of the barrel on your mm, movie, yeah. then you have a successful franchise as far as I'm concerned. I agree. Yeah. And and you know, look, <clears> and <throat> this is probably the only franchise where you guys will hear me be pretty much unrealistic in my love for it um i i just love i i I just love the pirates of the caribbean franchise so much i have such you know passion for it and i I, you know this could have been a two and i'm going to give it a seven and a half because Mm. i just have so much reverence for the entire franchise and i know that's not credible but that's just how it's just one of those franchises where no matter what I love all of them. Yeah, they have some bad scenes, or maybe the story's not great, but I, I just, I love all of them. I also remember when they were when they were doing the fourth movie. I think they, 
I think they approached Orlando Bloom to ask him if he wanted to show up in the fourth movie. And he was like, no, I don't want to get typecast. And then the next year did the three Musketeers where he basically played the same fucking like type yeah, I know, of character. Orlando, there's so many people calling you to do different roles. Yeah. Idiot. They just want I... you to hold a sword and speak in your dumbass accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to see Wimbledon or whatever fucking rom-coms he was in. Yeah. And then he came back for the fifth movie. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I guess you're done bitching by being typecast. Legolas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, good point. But we're done. Yeah. Chris, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Chris will be back. Well, I'm, he'll be back, of course, over the course of the year. But uh, we are doing On Stranger Tides with Chris in November for uh, his birthday. Um, yeah. So, and then we'll do. Uh, I'm going to ooze all over that movie. We'll do Dead Men Tell No Tales <laughs> at some point next year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll let you. Obviously, next year I'll let you know. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a sixth movie we will be able to talk about somewhere down the road. This is somewhere down the road, or at the very least, have some information. Yeah, I doubt it. Because um, <clears throat> it's Disney. We're going to keep churning out Toy Story movies yeah. that nobody's asking for. <laughs> but, uh, all right, so uh, everybody, next week we have a uh, an underrated movie. I'm going to go to bat for it. Hold on. Yeah, I'm going to go to bat for it next week. I'm looking forward to it. It's Incredible Hulk, 15th anniversary. The forgotten movie of the MCU. The second movie of the, the MCU. The second movie of the MCU. You know, and it's the forgotten one. I think a lot of people forget that this movie is part of the MCU. Mm-hmm. And I'm really looking forward to it. Everybody knows that the Hulk is like one or two of my, like my favorite Marvel characters. Um, right now, I'm kind of on a Star Lord kick, and to be to be fair, I don't think that's going to change. I've fallen in love with the character of Star Lord and what they've done with him in the MCU and the comics. So Hulk has dropped down to number two, but I, I'm a staunch defender of this film. George will tell you, I've been defending this movie for 15 years. I assumed so, your number one was Typhoid Mary. Ugh, never. It's fucking. I don't know. Blackheart, Gyla, Gyla douche, Omega Ray, the the, the broadcaster from uh, MXC. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so that'll be next week's show, everybody. Um, and uh, we'll see you then, Chris. Thanks for coming on. Like I said, George. Thank you. You know, I'll see you. Whatever. But um, thanks. Yeah, I've been Dean Holtzaffel. I'm still George Rogers, and we'll see you. In the multiverse. Bye, Chris. Don't you fucking wave, Chris. Yeah, don't wave. No, no one sees yeah. you. Yeah. Just us. I'll wave <laughs> to you, though. Oh, hold on. Reverse. There we go. Gotcha. Huh. This guy's look at you. Oh. All right, whatever.